Hey, what's up, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SOTOCAST. The first, the best, and the only Sherlock podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I will be the detective with you this evening, and uh, with me as always is... Andy. Who will be my frenemy. Um, frenemy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense at least for the, this specific episode. Okay. I guess you can call it. Or I could call you... Uh, I could call us both tripped out like crazy people for this episode. <laughs> um, but, you know, normally after we see these episodes, uh, I refrain from talking to Andy until we get to the podcast and we can get all the uh, everything we're going to say uh, out there. Uh, this time, though, I was like, oh, man, I got to say at least something. So I, uh, I messaged Andy. I said, you know, I just I finished watching Sherlock. Whew. <laughs> uh, that's what more like it. Yeah, because <laughs> the last episode was, you know, it was okay. It just wasn't, you know, Sherlock, or maybe I should say it wasn't Moffat. I don't know. It wasn't Moffat. What was this? Was this one Moffat? This was Moffat. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. No. I. I know. I. Uh, I was watching, and that's the first thing that popped up in the beginning was, you know, written by Stephen Moffat. Mm. So, I was kind of glad about that, because um, he usually has the best episodes. Um, is that true of Sherlock? I think it is. I, I think it's his writing I, style. He's just sure. weird. You, you watch him, and you have no idea what's going on. That's how you know Let's it's Moffat writing. He's written um, A Study in Pink, A Scandal in Belgravia, A Sign of Three, His Last Vow, Abominable Bride and the Lying Detective. So he didn't write the uh, the the fall, the uh, Reichenbach fall. That was who was that? Um, hold on, that was Stephen Thompson, I believe. Huh. Well, I I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Stephen Thompson wrote the Reichenbach fall. So yeah, well, that's, I guess he. You know, that's kind of like everybody's favorite episode. So no, it is pretty much. And this this episode's like pretty good in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it's 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 up there. It's up sure. there. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. where you're watching and you're like, I have no idea what's going on, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so this episode's called The Lying Detective. It's the second uh, episode of the fourth season. You know, I was looking over because um, Elementary's still on, right? I thought it got canceled. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> if it's canceled, they're still airing episodes. Um, okay. But they're like on their fifth season, right? Really? So it's like. But they started after this one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not surprising because it takes like two or three years for a Sherlock season. And of course, an American season is like twenty or so episodes, and this is three. Yeah. So. Well, it's more like six episodes if you compare it to an American show. Yeah. Because of the length. Because they're hour and a half. Yeah. They're basically movies. But still, it's it's kind of nuts. Um, but I mean, they, they take 25 days to film an episode of Sherlock, which is way longer than most uh, TV shows. That's so pretty they good. They are basically, I mean, that's still fast for a movie, but uh, that's 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 pretty good for a show. That's pretty, yeah, pretty good. Uh, anyways, like I said, this is an episode called The Lying Detective. Um, and it's basically carrying on the story from um, what happened in the last episode, which is when Mary got shot. Um, 
So the opening sh shot is somebody getting shot, but you don't know who's holding the gun or anything. You just kind of figure it's the lady in the at the end of the last episode who's shooting Mary. Mm. That's, that's, I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first shot, and that's oh. not what was happening, as you figure out at the very end of the episode. But you figure that's what it is, because Watson is now taking therapy, um, and is... Um, He's taking therapy, and he's talking about his uh, aggressions towards uh, Sherlock. He's not okay. When when the shot opens, it shows a gunshot, and it pans down to Watson laying. Uh, is he laying at the therapist? No, it looks like he's just laying in thought, like in his bed or something. Yeah, he. I don't know if it's either him in bed. I think it's him in bed, and he's basically saying he doesn't sleep. He lays down, and then he gets up. Right, um, so he's basically he's re re reliving that memory. And he's talking to the therapist because he thinks the therapist is going to help him with everything, uh, even though he's seeing the ghost of Mary. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, oh, man, Watson's off his rocker. He's seeing... So this, this, um, this season uh, sort of brings up an interesting point to me. Did you know that um, Martin Freeman and Amanda Abington uh, broke up in real life? Uh, no, because I don't know if they were married or if they were just dating, but um, they were they were together for a long time. And recently, I read that they they had split up, but I don't know if that was during, before, or after the season. <laughs> I don't know, I but I know I know that in the short stories of Sherlock Holmes, Mary does die. Yeah, uh, she dies in that. Um, sort of shapes Watson's character and sort of the later stories so uh but her character in the in the uh official stories I believe was only there for a short period of time because nobody liked her or something yeah so they just kill, killed her off between books <laughs> <laughs> she's boring kill her off <laughs> which goes into the theme song <laughs> well I know well, uh, no, she said uh something about Sherlock actually well well no no um a loud commotion happens outside. A loud commotion. A, a race car. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, a speeding. Aston Martin, wasn't uh, it? Expensive. What's that? Wasn't Aston Martin like the, uh, isn't that like what uh, James Bond drives? Something like that? Oh, I don't know. James Bond drives a lot of different cars. <laughs> Not really. But, uh, let me see. They're talking about Sherlock. Yeah, Aston Martin. That's it. They were talking about Sherlock. And he's like, no, Sherlock likes to make an entrance, you know. And then all this commotion happens to this car who's speeding away from cops and ends up right outside the therapist's house. So, of course, we assume it's Sherlock. But we, we assume it's Sherlock. Yeah. We assume it because that's totally something Sherlock would probably do. Yeah. It's not. Way. Psst. <laughs> Anyways, goes into the theme song. And when it comes back... We're introduced to our bad guy of the episode, which, uh, what's his name? Toby, uh, Toby Jones, is it? Toby, Toby yeah, Jones. Toby Jones, who's, who we have seen in many things. Many things. He's always playing a bad uh, guy. Important to this podcast, he was the dream lord in Doctor Who. Yeah. But also, you might know him from Captain America 1 and 2. Captain America. He's, he's in a lot of stuff, though. He's in a ton yeah, several, of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And he's... Almost always a bad guy. Uh, I've seen him as a good guy, too. He was in uh, Wayward Pines. Yeah, uh, yeah, Wayward Pines. 
and everything. He he he's seen in a lot of different things. I I, I do like him. He's kind of weird, but he's he's weird <laughs> in a kind of a good way. So, anyways, he he gathers. He he's some kind of rich um, businessman, kind of like Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, he, he's rich and powerful and he wants to make sure everybody understands that he can do anything that he wants because he's rich and powerful. Pretty much. Uh, so he hooks everybody in the room up with these, this IV, um, that is a memory inhibitor. Basically he can tell them secrets and confessions and stuff like that as much as he wants. Um, but the inhibitor makes them instantly forget it. Yeah. So this is what we thought was a little strange. What is the point of of confessing something if they're not going to remember it anyway? It it gets something off his chest. Yeah, but that does it really? Because then it, because then they don't remember it, so it's not really off his chest. <laughs> well, it's like talking. It's like talking to a stuffed animal. <laughs> or a diary. Yeah, our diary. Yeah, it's, it's something that's that nobody else is gonna, you know, know. I don't know. He likes to play with people's minds, and uh, it's it's like a game for him. But then again, as we maybe see, oh no, I was, I was gonna say as we see, or as we think we see, uh, it doesn't maybe necessarily work perfectly, right? Or that's what we think. <laughs> it's what we th- we we think it doesn't work perfectly, but it works perfectly. Perhaps it's it's confusing, yeah. <laughs> it definitely works uh, perfectly, but wh- while they're getting injected and everything, you see these flashes of uh, what's happening after it, and which is his um, daughter stumbles around um, and is trying to write down everything she remembers from the meeting before she completely forgets it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like a fabricated memory. Or something. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, we might be, but <laughs> if you haven't seen the episode, <laughs> might want to do that before you listen to us. Okay. Uh, well, it's confusing. Uh, basically, this woman comes to Sherlock and explains that she was uh, the the daughter of the of the rich guy, and she was part Here's of this the daughter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> was part of this stu- study where she had her memory wiped, but she tried to write things down and had this paper. That uh, that you know, it had clues on it, like uh, it had the name. Well, it had like, like the the occupations of the people in the room, and then it had the clue that he was gonna kill somebody, but didn't say who. And then Sherlock and her kind of go on a, like a a, a, stroll. a date. Yeah, sort of a <laughs> date. Yeah. Um, what I found interesting was right away. Actually, I um. I saw this right away, and I was thinking about it. Uh, Mrs. Hudson didn't see her. Okay. Uh, the Every single time you saw the uh, footage, you only saw Sherlock, but not in a way that says she wasn't there. More along the lines of you don't know if she is or not, but it doesn't look like it, so it's kind of messing with you. And I'm thinking this entire time, this has to be on purpose um, mm. because, you know, either he's off his rocker and crazy or she was there but whatever so i i knew i had to come i back never thought point. she wasn't there oh uh, no if you go I, back I, I, you, I thought they were trying to make us think that but i know sherlock enough that he would not just hallucinate this well that's 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 true yeah 
but you never know when he's on, you know, drugs and everything. It's, That's it's yeah. Say. They were trying to put a seed of doubt in you, uh, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't buy it. Um, when he's looking at this piece of paper, he he recognizes some really weird things, and he does some cool deducements like uh, the the lighting and Deductions. the fading on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, deductions. <laughs> he, said he sees the lighting and the fading on the piece of paper, uh, and he was c trying to picture the room um, and everything and where it was located in, and everything just by looking at that on the paper, <laughs> uh, which I thought was pretty cool. But if you remember, the one thing that he says is that um, the room that it was in was small. Right. And every time you saw her writing on it, or even during the time when that guy made his confession, the rooms were pretty big, you know? So. Well, no, it wouldn't have been that room. Uh, basically, that, that event, that um, confession thing happened quite a while ago, they said. Like, I don't know if it was weeks or months ago. I think it was weeks. And so basically, she had this uh, pinned up on a board in her house, and that's what he was saying was the house was small. Okay. But then again, it, that should have caused some uh, moment of pause if you think about it because she's the daughter of some rich guy. Why does she have such a small apartment? Right. You know? Yeah. Um. So I was, as far as that's concerned, I wasn't really thinking about anything at this point. I was just kind of... Going along with it. Having fun. Yeah, I was just having fun listening to Sherlock talk about uh, his crazy theories. Um, <laughs> and he, he takes a walk with her even some more. He knows Mycroft is watching because um, <laughs> he's got drones and whatnot. Uh, and at this point, I believe it's around this point that Mycroft calls uh, Watson. Yes. And he's telling him that he's uh, Sherlock's calling Rogue One, and uh, <laughs> and it's it's not it's not good. It doesn't work. Not the last time, and not with Sherlock, right? And right. That, that leads, I guess, in the later scene when John Watson's actually asking him, what's the last time? Do you have another brother? You know, mm -hmm. somewhere locked up. Which, okay, now I was certain that storyline was going to be important for this season. Because if you paid attention to the recap on the first episode, um, they do show the scene where, uh, where Mycroft says you know what happened to the other one, which was, I believe, was that season two or one? Oh, I don't remember. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know, but um, but Mycroft was talking to Sherlock in one scene, and, and he said that, you know, what happened to the other one. And everybody always speculated about what that meant. But the, the fact that they showed that in the recap in the last episode suggested to me and then nothing happened with that in the episode itself suggested to me that that was going to somehow play into uh importance but then again maybe something did happen and we didn't realize it yeah <laughs> so anyways during 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 this long long walk that they take i i feel like overnight um yeah it, it pretty much was yeah yeah, it's like all night walk, and he's trying to figure out things. Um, and and, and, she's talking and about he's her. tracing out a pattern on the GPS. Yeah, <laughs> um, she says something to him uh, when he's at a pier, and she says that you're much nicer. Uh, and then he says, "Then who? Anyone? Mm -hmm. Right? 
and that leads him to start doing his mind palace thing. Yeah. Or his mind palace on drugs thing. Um, <laughs> where he remembers being told by Molly that John would rather have help from anyone else. And then her saying that anyone. Uh, and that leads him to believe that this killer wants to kill somebody. But who? Anyone. anyone. That so was his confession. That was his confession, and that leads Sherlock to believe that he is a serial killer. And when when we when we say serial killer, we are talking we about the normal serial killer. Breakfast cereal. Yes, yep. <laughs> not the breakfast cereal killer as he oh, claims to be. <laughs> no, that's a that's a play on the mind. Um, so he goes crazy on the pier, and then the girl disappears. That's the first clue into thinking maybe he's just nuts, right? Um. Well, but who knows? I mean, he, he, yeah, he, he, the drugs hit him hard on the pier, and he turns around, and she's gone. Right. Which is, yeah, that's another thing that that they try to use against him, like, and it, it freaks him out so much that he ends up in his apartment and he walks on the walls and everything. <laughs> that was a trippy sequence. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a little trippy. Um. And anyways, we go back to uh the psychiatrist's house and the car. And who steps out of the car? None other than Mrs. Hudson. <laughs> Mrs. Hudson had... This is like Mrs... Yeah, this is this is a good episode for, for Mrs. Hudson. Um, the funny thing is, I was watching the special features for The Abominable Bride, and they did uh, Q&A sessions with, with pretty much everybody on in the cast. And one of the questions they asked her was, would you like Mrs. Hudson to have more uh, more to do in the next season? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I, I, I like the way it is now. You know, this is a show about Sherlock, not not a show about Mrs. Hudson. So, <laughs> But, the, oh, but then they, get, they gave her more to do, and I, I thought it was actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, she was epic in this one. <laughs> um, but she's there at, at Watson's therapist's place to talk some sense into Sherlock because he's well, trying you know, to trying to convince so. uh, trying to convince Watson to come see Sherlock as a doctor. Yeah, because he's crazy. Because Sherlock's, you know, dancing around his shooting shooting guns off. Yeah, he's got his gun going, and and there's there's pictures everywhere sprawl about. The house is filthy. Uh, he's out of meth. Uh, <laughs> there was like a meth lab in there. I don't Pretty know. Pretty much. Um, but he's going crazy, and so in order to stop him, apparently, uh, does she hit him over the head? With yeah, the gun? he she he tells her to make. Uh, tea. She makes tea, yep. and she's shaking because he's pointing his gun everywhere. And then she drops her tea. He, of course, goes to grab the tea before it hits the ground, and she grabs his gun and whops him over the head. <laughs> yeah. So, so she's telling, she's asking John if if he'll take a look at him, and he's, uh, if I have the chance, sure. If I'm in the, if I'm she, in the neighborhood. Yeah, if I'm in the neighborhood, and she's like, "Okay, good." She pops open the trunk, and there is Sherlock, handcuffed in the in the trunk, looking scared. <laughs> After all that driving, heck yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I don't think he really looks at Sherlock all that much, though. He just kind of yells at him a little bit, mm-hmm. and he, then he looks when... at he looks at the needle marks in his arm and stuff. But yeah, okay, and then uh, and then Sherlock makes a lot of ridiculous uh fortune telling yeah so apparently he predicted that 
um, they were going to be at that exact place two weeks ago. Um, even though he made plans, yeah, he yeah. made plans for. <laughs> uh, also, the, um, yeah, also Molly. He told Molly to be there, and uh, uh, was it was it? Did he tell Lestrade to be there too or not? Lestrade was not there. Okay. Anyway, uh, he the told, limo driver. Yeah, the limo driver. Okay, limo driver and Molly and Wat- and Watson and he expected them all to be there two weeks prior, even though. Um, Watson had not yet even uh, signed on with this new uh, therapist. <laughs> right. Which yeah. Which was a little I mean, ridiculous. I, 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 gotta I say. like deductions as much as the next guy, but when there are those crazy ones yeah. that they just laugh off instead of actually explain. That's, you know, that's, you know, that, that's Moffat for you. Yeah. <laughs> so... And I don't think they're ever going to explain how he can tell the future. Um, we're just going to be like, ha ha. Well, no, I'm they sure did. They can. did explain it. They did explain it. Uh, um, uh, Mary in in Watson's head, she kind of explained how Sherlock figured it out. I don't. Oh. I don't remember the exact. I, yeah, point. I don't. I don't. But recall, yeah, yeah, but she she did explain it there. So Sherlock Watson, they head out to uh, this. I can't think of the guy's uh, name, the Condor Smith. Or Culverton Smith. Culverton Smith. Culverton Smith. Uh, they go down to his uh, headquarters, I guess you could call it, um, for, for lunch. Um, but he uses them kind of as a uh, press thing uh, because if they're there, they're basically, you know, praising Culverton, I guess. Basically, he's uh, turning Sherlock's accusation of a serial killer into a, a a marketing spectacle because he's doing the commercial for uh, ser- uh, breakfast cereal where he says, "I'm a serial killer," and then takes a bite into cereal. The way, yeah, the way I saw it in that point was um, when Sherlock made his tweet about Culverton being a serial killer. I I feel like he saw the tweet and he's laughing in their face by making a serial killer commercial basically well he's that's what i it's that it's that and it's uh also trying to make it look like sherlock was just setting up this marketing thing for him so it 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 not only is he's making fun of them but he's uh making it seem like uh they were all in on it in on this uh marketing scheme from the beginning yeah um, so they go there and then they head upstairs. Um, but before that happens, Sherlock sends a, a text message, uh, to somebody. He won't tell you. He basically says he sent a text message from Culverton's phone. Right. Because, uh, protected. because <laughs> apparently Culverton always likes to hug people instead of shake their hands. And he knew that was going to happen. Sherlock knew yeah. that from obviously studying but the guy. What if, but what if Culverton gave him a hug because he wanted Sherlock to get the phone? Uh, I'm going to say no, that did not happen. <laughs> well, it could have. Um, he, he's a brilliant like sociopath that just likes to laugh in your not face. Not as brilliant everything. as Sherlock, though. Well, nobody is. <laughs> Anyways, throughout the, the headquarters, a bunch of people are praising Sherlock for his blog when it's really John Watson's blog, <laughs> and they don't know who Watson which really is. is which is annoying is. because they still haven't updated the John Watson blog. Yeah, that's that's true. I guess they don't care about it that much anymore. But they head up to it. They care enough to like put it in the show. Wing. Well, yes. <laughs> 
they go up to a children's hospital wing, um, and Colverton wants Sherlock to talk about his many cases uh, in which by the hold, hold on no hold on there's something relevant to the John Watson blog that I, that we didn't uh, mention last uh, last uh, episode um, mm. but I found it after we were after while we were while I was editing the podcast um, there is an entry on the John Watson blog from how who knows how many years ago called the six Thatchers it's very it's not exactly the same but it's a very similar story to the episode that just aired uh last week really um yeah basically because they're you know it's obviously based on an original uh sherlock holmes story right uh but it's interesting that they didn't take that entry down even though it's 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 got the same title and it's got the same it's got the um six thatcher figures it's the uh same idea there's a thief and all these things yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's weird yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's because they wrote it because they never thought they were gonna make the episode or something yeah i guess uh, but yeah it doesn't say what year it was that that was written but uh it was probably a few years ago Ah, uh, yeah but uh anyways in the show they head up to a children's hospital wing uh and culverton wants sherlock to talk about as many cases sherlock says no but Watson talks him into it. Uh, but the whole reason that Culverton wants him to talk about his cases is because he wants to ask him directly, how do you catch a serial killer? <laughs> Which, of course, is inappropriate for the kids. Uh, but uh, the conversation still goes on. Same way that you catch any other killer. And he goes, oh, no, no. The serial killer, specifically, different. They're cold. They're unpredictable. And he's like, well, they screw up here and there. And he's like, oh, no. Sherlock, you only catch the dumb ones. <laughs> you never catch the brilliant-minded. And he's just playing Sherlock. Well, you know, the he's just—he's just thinking of himself. Obviously, he's super brilliant and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what was it? the nurse says, "Ah, oh, Mr. Culverton, we probably shouldn't be talking." About him. And then, and he does this signature question that he asks people. That's like a threat. And he says, "Your name is it?" And then they're like, "Yes." H- how long have you been? Uh, working here. Yeah, I and thought that was like, weird. And then they'll be like, seven years? Seven years. It's a long time. And then they'd shut up uh, because it's like a threat to to fire them or something. Oh, because he basically owns the place. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I wasn't catching on to that. I was confused. I was, I was thinking maybe that was a hint as to how he chooses you know, his victims or something. I was thinking that at first, too, but I'm like, well, he is a rich guy, too. He can do whatever he wants. And he has methods in order to do that. And that's one of the methods. Okay. Um, so, anyways, after that scene's done, um, they walk down a corridor. And he's like, I want to show you my favorite room. And Sherlock's, no, let's go in here. He opens a different door. Which so happens to be the um, the room with the IV bags and everything. That's the, ro- that's the room? The same room? Yeah. <laughs> there's, so Sherlock, there's ta- Sherlock had uh, a bit more anticipation than... Then perhaps he revealed. <laughs> yeah, because that was like a uh, business meeting room with IVs hooked up to every chair. And I was like, yep, that's the same thing. Except it it, it might not be the same room. Um, because if you watch the show, it is like there's not windows in that room. So I feel like there is two different rooms. And that table was just moved or something. Oh. But I think it's still this right, the same table, though. Um, 
So they go on to uh, his favorite room, which is the morgue. <laughs> That's his his uh, all-time favorite room, uh, where he gets to like animate the dead by moving their mouth and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you know, typical creepy serial killer crap. Yeah, creepy stuff. Um, he tells the same people who are working in there who are busy, how long have you worked there? And they'd be like four years, and then he tells them how long that is, and then he makes them leave. Same thing. Yep. Um, and this is an uh, interesting scene because uh, Culverton is talking directly to like Watson and Sherlock uh, in a way that sounds like he's confessing. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what he's saying, but... It's pretty like dark and sketchy. What he's saying? It's just um, basically. It, it sounds like he's he's confessing. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is more taunting, 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 which is all this character does. This is taunt. Ha ha! I'm powerful. You're not. And just does whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's driving Sherlock a little batty, you know, because he's like, he's trying that so and the hard. drugs. That and the drugs driving him batty. Well, he's he's you know having withdrawal because he needed a top up. <laughs> yes, he he needed more drugs. Um, and uh, Doctor Watson there uh, is asking him if he's confessing, and he's like, "Oh no, just talking hypotheticals or whatever he says." Uh, and Sherlock says, "Well, it's time. It is time to uh, I don't know deal with this because the person who he texted earlier right. was actually." Culverton's daughter, the person who uh, he, he had assumed that he had met the other day, or uh, uh, three weeks that, ago. Right, the person who he met, who had the piece of paper, who the, he went on a walk with, that's who he assumed he just texted. And uh, he said, you'll hear three steps, two feet, and a cane or whatever, because right. she walks around with a cane. And she she walks in, and uh, she's acting all giddy and like she she loves her dad and blah 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 and, it, and Sherlock's asking who are you like he, she looks the same but she doesn't look. there's something off about her appearance yeah or something maybe it's just the fact that she's uh, got a happier demeanor instead of scared and suicidal you yeah, know that's, uh, you know that was part of tiny it. little things yeah uh, he's just he thinks they're all crazy so this is when his withdrawals taking all time high there okay uh, so when this happened and we realized that the the real daughter was not the person he was with and they start suggesting that maybe there was nobody there that he had hallucinated them or that he had somehow de- come up with this whole thing by himself i'm i'm thinking no way because as good as Sherlock is, he cannot completely conjure up the idea of a serial killer out of thin air and be right about it. Uh, so. Not only that, not only that, but we know the person existed um, because of the note that they left. Um, well, we didn't see that until later. I guess we didn't see that for a but little anyway, bit later. At this it's point, like a few minutes later. At this point, I was uh, considering the possibility of uh of the therapist being the same person were you i didn't even think about the therapist it it was it was only a passing thought in my head i didn't think about it too much but uh i i was trying to connect uh visual similarities to other characters and that did pop in my head and it it didn't stay very long but it it was it was there Mm. so what was i gonna say here 
yeah, he can't conjure up something all on his own. That was that's true. Um, but there was some too. I don't think it's. Um, no, I think it was just the note. I don't think. <laughs> but until later, so, everybody thinks that Sherlock was going crazy. That he just made this stuff up out of thin air. Yeah, and then he grabs a uh, scalpel. He thinks that the Culverton grabbed a scalpel, but it was early himself. Either that, or he was just playing it. I think he was playing uh, it. And then he attacks him, which, of course, Watson stops him and then starts beating the living crap out of Sherlock. Which I think was also part of the plan. Well, that probably was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he beats the crap out of him and leaves him for dead in, in uh, Culverton's hospital for some reason. <laughs> um, well, but, uh, you know, he had yeah. to get his frustrations out, and Sherlock's like, let him do what he wants because I killed his, I wife. Killed his wife. <laughs> well, I think, no, you, you can't be that stupid. Well, I mean, basically he blames himself, which is, see, there's there's an element of, of, of truth to that. He didn't have to call Mary there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, Watson goes back home because Mycroft gives him a ride back, being the nice gentleman that he is. He, this is where he actually asks him about the, the secret brother, um, but we got into that too early. Um, but also, it's where Watson finds the disc that Mary left for Sherlock about how to save uh, Watson from himself, right? Okay, yeah, okay, so they watched that, but um, here's something I just thought of. Did we ever see the end of that conversation with Mary and uh, Watson? Where we thought he was about to confess about the the self the texting thing, um, no no I'm talking about from the last episode. Yeah, yeah. When he says I but, have to tell you something. Yeah, he was going to talk about the texting. Yeah, but we never saw that in that uh, while while Mary was still alive, right? Yeah, it was when she was alive. Yeah, but but the way the episode ended, it didn't seem like he did tell her. No, he didn't tell. So what would that? He, what he, the heck was that scene then? <laughs> Yeah, he, he never told her. He said, I have to tell you something, but they were interrupted by the text message from Sherlock saying to meet them, meet him. Oh, they were interrupted? Yeah, yeah, they were interrupted. Oh, okay. I didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, they were interrupted. They're like, we'll pick this up later. Um, oh, okay. So, so that's what that was. Anyways, they watched that video that Mary left for Sherlock telling him how to save uh, Watson from himself. Apparently there was more to this video. I wasn't even thinking about it, <laughs> you know, from the last episode. Apparently there was more to the video than what we saw. Yeah. Um, which was basically just telling Sherlock that Watson won't accept any help. The only way you're going to save him is basically to get in trouble yourself and to have him save you. That's the only way you'll save him. Right. And then that's when Watson thinks, Because oh, he's a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe Sherlock's in trouble over at the serial killer's hospital. Uh, so he starts driving that way. Um, and, of course, you know, the Dr. Culverton man starts coming into Sherlock's room, and Sherlock tells him he wants to die for some reason. No, he doesn't uh, say he wants to die. He says he wants he uh, wants, he wants him, him to kill, kill him. him. Yep, yep. He want, I want you to kill me, yeah. but I don't want to die. Yeah. Whatever that means. It means he wants him to try to kill him. <laughs> right. Um, I, was, I was interested in how Culverton was going to do it, how he's going to kill Sherlock. Um, so he, he overdosed. Toss him, him off a rooftop. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's how you do it. That never works. I always no, survive uh, the ball. 
It's, it's, it's the landing. Um, so I was wondering how he was going to kill Sherlock, um, his methods, which was over-injecting him or uh, over just upping his overdosing him of whatever it was supposed to be. Probably like morphine or something. It was probably overdosing him on morphine or something. That's the which idea. Is traceable, by the way. Um, <laughs> and then, and not only well, that, not if you own he, the hospital. No, no, of course not. Um, and then, and then he suffocates him. Isn't that overdoing it? Yeah. Why not? Well, why basically, the, the, dose the, him or the dosage was taking too long, which we know why now, because it was nothing. Right. It it was saline, or yeah. or Sherlock would call it saline. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Colbert doesn't know that, so he starts to suffocate him. Which, again, is traceable. Even more so. <laughs> Definitely um, more so. Y- you can tell strangulation. That's 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 the easy... Um, anyways, uh, Watson's on his way and catches him red-handed. And then uh, he says, oh, he's crazy. He's drugged up. He doesn't know what he's saying. And then Sherlock says, well, joke's on you. I have you recorded. So... And then he's like, oh, no, Sherlock, I... Uh, I, I forgot to tell you, we found three recording devices on your person, and we had them escorted or whatever. Confiscated. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, and then Sherlock's like, why do they always stop counting at three? Your over-obsession with the, the number three. And then he says there's another one. Then Is that a reference to something? The number three? Yeah. Well, what there was a three episode. Well, the right? sign of, they, yeah, there's a sign of three, but... I, f- I feel like it. I don't know. It seemed like it. Well, the number three is like a number that OCD people uh, fixate on all the time. Okay. Like turning on and off the lights three times and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's common. Anyways, the. And, you uh, know, fourth... you have three lives in video games or you have to you have to attack yep. the boss three times or something three like that. Three strikes, you're out. Yeah. Three strikes, yeah. Um, hmm. The fourth recording device was found in Watson's cane that he brought there by choice <laughs> himself. <laughs> Once again, so Sherlock that was, predicting the future three yeah, weeks Yeah, another ago. prediction. This time it was three weeks, and oh, my goodness. Like, you can't just claim that. you got to at least bag it up, you know? <laughs> you can't do three weeks. I'm going to be in the hospital in this room. Or not. The room doesn't matter. Apparently, he was, he, was, uh, he was preparing his, his, his drug trips that far in advance. <laughs> His, his drug trips. <laughs> um, so no, it it it's it's a little silly sometimes. The show, I feel like it was more realistic in the beginning of the series, and now it's like, what else can he do? Yeah. Oh, let's just claim he can tell the future. Oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fine, I guess. Anyways, the recording device is found in Watson's cane, and this whole thing, and uh, he's I'm oh, sorry, the Culverton's arrested. And then he starts making a million confessions about all the people he's killed because he finds it a little bit better to confess in the police station because that makes him even more famous and he likes fame. Right. So he and, and which is good because they said basically it would have been inadmissible because it's basically entrapment or something. Yes. Yeah. It's it's hard to record somebody without their acknowledgement or. Uh, well, no, I think it's certain. the fact that he kind of. He led him to try to kill him or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, probably. That too. Um, 
anyways, uh, back at Sherlock's place, 221B Baker Street, um, he's hanging out with, uh, with Watson there, and Watson says that, you know, Mary seemed to think that if you were in danger, I'd come help you, but I only came to help you because Mary told me to help you uh, <laughs> through that video. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have. Uh, Mary didn't know me, you know? And then he was talking to Ghost Mary. That's I disagree. The room. I disagree. If, if, if he had known Sherlock was in danger, I think he probably would have. The problem was he... T- couldn't have known Sherlock was in danger. <laughs> yeah, other than being in the serial killer's hospital. Well, right. Well, yeah. Um, so he talks to Ghost Mary because he wants to let her know that she doesn't know him either. And he says that he cheated on her. Uh, but all it was was ever just texting. You know, I would text her and, and whatever. It made me feel good, but I had more and all this. Um, and then he told her as well that her vision of him isn't true, but he wants it to be, basically. And then Sherlock's uh, overwhelmed with emotion. He gives Watson a hug. <laughs> totally a Sherlock thing to do. Um, but this is kind of when we start learning a uh, big revelation in the episode, when everything starts to come together a little bit. Uh, questions left unanswered. Well, yeah, because Watson goes back to the therapist. Yep, his, his favorite therapist. And he's talking about the case, and, and then she asks about Sherlock and Mycroft, and he's saying, oh, they're fine. And then she's like, what about the secret brother? And he's like, wait a second, I did not tell you about that secret brother. And she's like, uh, no, I think you did. No, I didn't. And he, she's like, maybe Sherlock told me. You only met him once. Oh, I met him the other time. <laughs> and all this. <laughs> well, all she, this she, okay, so she's the, the, the lady who was pretending to be the daughter of the rich guy. Yes. She was the, and then she was also the girl on the bus that Watson was texting. Yes. She is a master of disguise. Tell you what. Pretty good, yeah. I, I didn't. Okay, 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 okay. So, okay. (laughs) I wanted wanted to talk about this earlier. So she was the girl that was hanging out with Sherlock all night long, and yet Sherlock did not. Okay, we didn't we didn't uh, continue on to this. So okay, so she says. What about the 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 secret brother, right? And then they go through all this. She reveals all her secret identities and then reveals the final secret identity, which is she was Sherlock's secret sister, not secret brother, right? Yeah. So did you ever think that it was a sister instead of a brother? I did right? at, at one point, um, but I, I did too. I was like, who says it has to be a brother? Yeah, I've seen well, Star exactly. Wars. Well, exactly. When 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 Watson was asking, <laughs> uh, when Watson was talking to Mycroft for sure, I was like. Uh, okay, who said it was a brother, you know? But, uh, okay, here's my point, though. They were out talking and walking all night long that night. How did Sherlock not recognize his own sister that whole time? <laughs> it's probably been years since he saw her. Okay, years since he saw her. Sure, she's a master of disguise, but he's Sherlock. He's Sherlock. <laughs> I'm thinking, how did he not notice? He can predict three weeks into the future. Come on. How could he not notice that the therapist was the girl he just that too. spoke to? Yeah, that too. That's the one, because those now, are that, the for same that, age. For that, I suppose he could just not be paying attention to her at all, because he might have, because he did see the picture of the therapist on the website, um, so maybe he was just assuming it was the same person, because maybe he just didn't pay attention to the therapist once he got there. 
right? And where is the real therapist? Uh, probably didn't didn't she say tied up or something or? No, it's not like that. Yeah, or maybe just killed. But anyway, she, it ends. Yep. How? How does it end? She well, uh, she says um, that the note that they had earlier. He saw all the little things on there that she wanted him to see, except for the biggest one, because on the biggest one under like under the right lighting or whatever black light or whatnot um, was the words "miss me." For a second there, I was thinking, okay, is she actually is she actually Moriarty? <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking because she's taking off her, her glasses and then she was taking out a, a colored contact lens. I'm like, she's gonna take off a mask and it's gonna be Moriarty. <laughs> But no, she, something. she reveals that she's Sherlock's uh, secret sister, and then she does one final thing. She points a gun at Watson and pulls the trigger, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yes. So she's the one in the beginning of the first shot. Is that uh, is that what that's supposed the... to be then? Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, foreshadowing. Okay. It's like the same exact shot. Same exact shot. Oh. I didn't even um, catch that. So, um, no. Ugh. Um, so, is she the one that sent the video message? Miss me. Uh, she may, like, it's possible she'd been working with with uh, Moriarty, and, and so she did, but I don't know. She could have been working with Moriarty, I guess. Um, I feel like, I feel like she sent the message because, if you remember in the last episode, um, Mary gave Sherlock the disc and it said miss me on it and it said I thought that would get your attention. Maybe she did the same thing. She sent the video message of Moriarty saying miss me to get his attention. Right. Um, and everything. So my question is, does she have uh, that condition where she has two different colored uh, eyes? Or did, did she, do you think she had two colored contact lenses and only took one out? I feel oh, like oh yeah, I see I that. Feel, I feel like she, um, I feel like she was one of those people that had the two different color eyes, and she only took one out because she only had one. Is that heterochromia or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Because in the end, she had two different color eyes, and I'm thinking maybe that's something. Like I don't know what it would be uh, for Sherlock specifically, uh, <laughs> but I put I put my uh, my video of Sherlock on a loop, and right after she pulls the trigger. It re- restarts right to the beginning, and it looks like it f- fits perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the same shot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm thinking the eye color thing is important, I, unless it's just, uh, I don't know, looking too into it kind of a thing. Um, I'm thinking she's, like, Moriarty's, like, girlfriend or wife or something. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Molly, right? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> I remember Molly was dating him. Right. Um, I'm. She's got to have something to do with Moriarty. Um, I feel like she's taking revenge on Sherlock because he got Moriarty killed. Possibly, or maybe she's the one that set up Moriarty in the first place to go after Sherlock. Maybe she was behind it all. <laughs> I don't know. It, it. It. I don't know. It's. It's hard to say. I didn't know that Sherlock had a sister. I knew he had a brother. Now, okay, here's something I I believe I remember from earlier in the episode when when they're out um doing the uh the walk and the GPS thing. 
Yep. Doesn't Mycroft say something like, doesn't he ask about some lady, like the uh, the name of a woman? Uh, Irene Adler. Was it was it Irene Adler? Um, I'm not sure, but that was part of the episode. Is Irene uh, had called or texted Sherlock. Didn't mention that, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's what what. Wait a second. That that gunshot was was shown in another part of the episode. Anyway. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, they keep flashing back to it. Yeah. Hold on. Here it is. They say like Sharonford or something like that. Like, do you uh, the the lady that likes Mycroft <laughs> says, "Do you, do you still speak to Sharonford?" I don't, know, I don't I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And then Mycroft says, "I get regular updates." And then she says, "And and he says, Sharonford is secure." I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I caught that. Well, Sharonford. I, I think that's what it said. That's. I can't tell if I'm pronouncing that right or not, and I don't have any subtitles, so uh, I'm not sure if that's exactly what he said. But that's, it sounded something similar to that. But when when they were saying that, I was wondering about the possibility of a sister or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was thinking the possibility of sister just when they said well, you have a hidden brother. And I was like, well, what about sister? Yeah. I'm thinking that right off the ha- uh, the bat. I'm thinking, well, there's two brother Sherlock's already. Well, I don't need to make a sister. Uh, I mean, I'd have to follow the the books at least, but I don't know if Arthur Conan Doyle wrote a sister for Sherlock. I have no idea. Uh, I'm. And she said her name too. Um, it was like a Greek goddess or something. Let's see. Europa or something. Let's see. Hold on. I found a website. Sharonford. It's S-H-E-R-R-I-N-F-O-R-D. Sounds more like a location, unless it's her last name. <laughs> and apparently, did they tell uh, the sister's name in the episode? Because I found a website. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, she said her own name in the end. Euros? Euros. Yeah. Yeah, so, like the money. Yeah, so um, in the... In this website, it says that some, it's not clear whether Sharonford is Euros or not, or if, or it could Sharonford be in the place where Euros was being kept. It's 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 yeah. So there's some theories about who that is referring to, but I thought that was interesting when I heard that. Yeah, um, interesting name Euro Euro Euros Holmes. Yeah, because she says I, I have an interesting name. I uh, just like the other interesting names that my parents gave my siblings, Sherlock and Mycroft. Sherlock, Mycroft, Euros. Yeah. All right, so that's that, I guess. Um, did we ever see Sherlock's parents? <laughs> yes, I believe so. There was one episode, and if I recall correctly, I think it was Benedict Cumberbatch's actual parents, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was uh, the... Uh, the first episode of season three. I'm not sure. Yeah, that sounds about first, right. First or second episode of season three, one of those. So one of the parents would mention the daughter, but I guess not. <laughs> not, if um, it, not if it was a secret. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Total secret. Um, but overall, this episode was like super trippy. 
kind of nutty. Um, but it kept on making you ask questions like a like a Sherlock episode should. Um, and left you with that <gasps> feeling that Sherlock like, should. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Watson dad? Um, probably not. <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the girl the the sister. How about that? Well, the pro the problem is if Watson was dead, then he couldn't tell us further Sherlock stories, right? Well, that's that's a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he's the one who writes the blogs, so he's the one who writes the stories that we see on TV, basically. Yes, he is. Um, but overall, pretty good episode. Yeah, um, for sure. It's best up opus, there. Best episode of the season um, so far. I'd say I'd say the Abominable. best episode of the last couple seasons so far. Unless unless you count Abominable uh, Bride. No, I I'd say better than Abominable Bride for me. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I know you rewatched it uh, recently. I haven't though. Yeah. So. I mean, Abominable Bride was pretty cool too, but uh, I think this one edges it out a bit. Okay. Um, other than that, I think I think that's it. Pretty good episode. Uh, next week is the finale. Uh, <laughs> as it goes, as it goes for the next about seasons. five years, probably. Yeah, for, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know how far how far they're gonna go with this series. I mean, I or possibly I, series finale, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, this next episode could be a series finale for all we know. Could be. So I guess though I just have to an eye and an ear out and see what happens. <laughs> um, so yeah, next week is episode three. Um, well, I mean every season so far has had a cliffhanger at the end. So if it does, then we know <laughs> that it's not over. If it if if it doesn't have a cliffhanger, there's a good chance it might be over. Yeah, I guess it'd be weird without a cliffhanger. It's a happy end. Or sad. <laughs> or sad. That's true. Everybody dies. All right. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, you have anything else to add? No, yep, that's it. Well, that's it. Because uh, we'll, we'll see you next week um, on Smaller on the Outside. Uh, subscribe to us. Like us. Follow us. Give us a comment. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. My name is Dave, and I was the detective this evening. I'm Andy. Who's the friend of me? <laughs> Peace out. Peace out.